0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. It's a one, two, three kind of story. That starts with Sonny Hosted and ends with Candace Owens and Kanye West. Oh, you may want to grab a drink. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669. Feel free to call. Happy to talk. 833-GOT-TONY is the number. Find everything. TonyKatz.locals.com. Oh, don't worry. I have a little bit of Representative Ocasio-Cortez in in there as well. Eh, What can I say? I got it all, all the angles. Let's start where we start. Every day for the past, um, let's call it decade. Let's call it decade. Every day for the past decade. If you exist anywhere with any of your thinking on the political right, you've been called a racist. Every day. Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was somebody you know. Maybe it was some uh, politico that you follow. Maybe it was some cultural happening or event. Racist. Every single day this has happened. And it is enough to make people go uh, a little bit um, nutty. It's enough to make you go a little bit crazy wholeheartedly true it is exhausting it is rude it is despicable it is low class it is low rent it is brutalizing and it is meant to dehumanize people uh, that uh others disagree with and the, the the objective is to dehumanize possibly you every time the left says well racism whether it's racist or not racism of course has come to the place where it doesn't mean anything anymore It's just something that people say, but they still think it's effective and they still think it's fun. And nobody has uh, really ever offered up the strong pushback against it, which is, hey, why do you go to hell? And there's even stronger ways to say it. This is not a conversation of whether or not racism exists. Of course it exists, just like anti-Semitism exists, just like uh, lots of others. Hate uh, exists. My argument has been simple. You're never going to do away with it. There will be people out there who hate you. Always, as long as they're not acting out on it, go live your life. I know there are people who hate me for my religion. Enjoy yourselves. The people who hate me for my politics, you be you. As long as I am not stopped from doing these things, engaging the way I choose, we're all good. And to ensure that, I avail myself of the Second Amendment. Because... While I don't believe people should attack other people for what they say or what they believe, I'm pretty sure that some people can't control themselves, and I better be a person in control of my ability to the best of my ability, defending and protecting myself and the ones that I love. Sonny Hostin, over there at The View, who has called everybody a racist under the sun, is now starting to feel what it is you have been feeling for Well, years. And she is now rejecting being called a racist because she has called out racism. And it's nothing more than a wedge issue. So this has to do with um, comments from Tommy. uh, Is it Tuberville or is it Tuberville? I think I, I never get it right. The senator from Alabama. And he was at a rally, a Trump rally. And said that uh, Democrats were were pro-crime. And here's the quote. They want reparations because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. So I must state that if you're going to say this, you're saying that only black people commit crimes, which is, of course, not the case. And is a nuts thing to say. A ridiculous thing to say. What I do sometimes is I do note who is involved in certain crimes because I wonder why they don't get discussed. Like when I see a lot of these uh, mob attacks, like on a a convenience store or Target. Why is that never a, a, a subject? We bring up race in every single way, but somehow the conversation goes silent in other ways and i do make note of that because i believe in a bit of not a bit of in total intellectual honesty and i do call out those who don't engage it but the idea that they want reparations because they think the people that do the crime are owed that it is n- not all black people are criminals not the only people committing crimes are black it's a ridiculous thing to say holy crap Sonny Hostin then responds. Yeah, those reparations are still owed. And so to sort of try to subvert the conversation and bastardize the conversation and call people racist because you call out racism is something that I get to experience every single day on social media. Thank you very much. I am somehow a race bait and a racist because I call it like I see it. And I think it's being used as a political wedge issue now. Everything is racist. Everything a racist is, is racist, especially if you call it out. And that people, if you bring up reparations, will immediately call you a a, a racist. And of course, she wants to get into the idea of uh, it's it's, uh, a power dynamic. It's not just about color of skin. And she continues, and I think when you talk about those who committed crimes that owe reparation, those are the people who committed the atrocities of slavery, who stole land, who killed indigenous people. Today is Indigenous Peoples Day. That was yesterday. And it was Columbus Day, not Indigenous Peoples Day. Neither here nor there. By the way, is there a legit Indigenous Peoples Day? Because that should be on a different day. Columbus Day matters, but to Sonny Hostin's point, and and it might be hard for her, the people who committed the atrocities of slavery are white and black. Black families sold other black families into slavery throughout Africa. That's what happened. Stole land, tribes stealing land from other tribes for forever. For Forever. Whether it be the Americas or anywhere else. Who killed indigenous people. They were allowed to kill each other, but we couldn't introduce anybody new to do the killing. That's, man, that is a special ignorant understanding of history right there. Coming from Sonny Hostin. But I expect nothing less from her she doesn't like being called a racist especially when she refers to former uh, ambassador to the UN Nikki Haley as a chameleon for not going by her real name but Nikki is her real name that's what she says is on her birth certificate I'm not going to tell her it doesn't Sonny Hostin's real name is Asuncion which she claims we can't pronounce because America is undereducated so she's now getting called a racist and she doesn't like it well nobody does Nobody likes being being called a racist, just like nobody likes being called an anti-Semite, which is what they're calling Kanye West in the light of his tweet where he says he's going Def Con three on the Jews, not Defcon Def Con. he followed it up. By saying a funny thing is I can't I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. Well, if you're going to talk about people opposing your agenda, you've tried to blackball Anyone, whoever opposes your agenda, you're saying that Jews are working in concert to try and keep you down. That's the same as Ilhan Omar, the representative from Minnesota, saying that Jews pay congressmen to support Israel, right? It's just a cabal. It's the same thing. Now, it's hysterical that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez now wants to jump in here. By saying there is absolutely no room in this country or world for anti-Semitism, it's important to see how harmful and dangerous Kanye's words are, not only to our Jewish brothers, sisters and siblings, but also to our collective society at large. We must reject this wherever we see it. First, not your Jewish brother. Don't ever claim it. Secondly, you support Ilhan Omar. You support Representative Rashida Tlaib. You get engaged phone conversations with Jeremy Corbyn of the UK, who is an anti-Semitic bigot. And now you want to say there's no room for anti-Semitism, Alexandria? Who the hell do you think you're kidding with this line of bull? This is nonsense. You accept anti-Semitism every single day. You allow Omar and Talib into your squad. But Candace Owens was there with Kanye wearing the White Lives Matter t-shirts, or was it long sleeve shirts, whatever they were. And now she's talking about the tweet.
1: That was the tweets. And people subsequently demanded that the tweet be taken down for anti-Semitism. Now, if you are an honest person, you did not think this tweet was anti-Semitic. You did not think that he wrote this tweet because he hates or wants to genocide Jewish people. This does not represent the beginning of the Holocaust. That's if you're an honest person, you'll meet that, you, you will admit that, right? If you're an honest person, when you read this tweet, you had no idea what the hell he was talking about. I had, I had no idea... When I read this tweet, what the hell
0: he was talking about? Well, it's true. I'm not quite sure what Death Con 3 is. And no, I didn't think that he was going to go on an Israeli invasion. But when you say you're going Death Con 3 on Jewish people, not specific people, on Jewish people. You, Candace, uh, we've never met. Tony Katz, hi, how are you? Come on. That's a, that's a little something-something.
1: This tweet inspired questions, not answers. First and foremost, what is Death CON 3? Did he mean Death CON 3, which would be a military defense position, not an offense for those of you that are offended, a military defense position? Is he tweeting this because he's reading the Newsweek headline, calling him an anti-Semitic? Is he angry because he can't believe that he's not free to talk about people in his life who happen to be Jewish, right? without being accused of anti-Semitism? Is he saying, I'm not going to shut up and I'm going to keep tweeting and I'm going to keep calling these people out, referring to his friends that he feels slighted by? Is he talking about Jared Kushner and Josh Kushner?
0: If he was talking about Jared Kushner and Josh Kushner, he would have used their names, but he didn't. So don't get angry. He said he's going Death Cod 3 on Jewish people. Hey, I'm right here. If he's talking about Jared and Josh, I would have grabbed some popcorn and be like, what the hell is this all about? Whoo! whoo! this is exciting. This is gonna be pay-per-view? Man, I would do that. Does it come as an NFT if I buy some easy slides? I'm totally in on this. That's not what he said. That's not what he said. I mean, you you can say you have no idea what he meant. I'm not going to disagree, but I can show you what he wrote, and it's weird, man. Now, I don't think he should be taken off Twitter because I just don't buy into any of that stuff. Uh, I I don't. I don't think he should be taken off Instagram either. I ain't going to. I think Candace is, is out on a unique limb here. And not one that's very supported, which is to say not supported.
1: If you're a liar, you'll say, I know I was scared, Candace. I actually thought that Kanye West was going to launch a military strike in Israel. Because that's the reaction. Like when I woke up and I looked at the headlines, the reaction was like Kanye West had gotten together a military strike. And it was going to go forward in the morning time in Israel. That was that was the reaction that was met with this week. Now, once again.
0: I must say, I don't think anybody thought that Kanye was going to invade. I, I'm, I'm putting my money on the IDF.
1: Again, I want to make this very clear. This is not a defensive tweet. This is an open question, which never seems to happen anymore. It's like you cannot even say the word Jewish. Without people getting upset in the same way that you're not allowed to say black anymore in the same way that if you talk about the struggles of black Americans and you talk about the people in black America, like Patrice Cullors, the founder of Black Lives Matter, who are harnessing emotions to enrich their pockets. Right.
0: If you are speaking about specific people, you can say anything you like. But if we go back to Tommy Tuberville. They want reparations because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. He's talking about black people. All black people are criminals. Is an insane comment and you're going to catch some flack for that. You guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. So now Jews are getting together to oppose the agenda? That's what he said. Because you wouldn't just talk about Jewish people writ large. You would talk about specific people who are also Jewish. Which is why when people say, oh, you can't talk about George Soros, it's just anti-Semitic. No, it's not. George Soros is scum. Trying to influence elections, trying to change the secretaries of state, trying to influence how votes are counted. His politics are absolutely horrific. I say scummy. And that's why I refer to him with such a derogatory term. That's anti-Semitic? No, it's not. It's a discussion of what it is he's doing. The fact that he's Jewish is inconsequential to it. As a matter of fact, bringing up the Judaism is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. But it's a way to try and keep people from talking about George Soros, which I have no plans of doing. I'll keep talking about anything I want. I will talk about people who are black and people who are white. All I choose when I talk about culture... You'll notice I oft talk about leftism because I believe that the connective tissue in these problems is, in, is the, the progressive politics, not the color of skin, not nationalities, none of that. It's a weird defense from Candace. And in my view, it didn't hold. Kanye did, I will admit, she is right about this. It's a weird tweet. It is. He's a weird guy. Which is why he shouldn't be idolized. Which is something I said last week. Guy says something you agree with, you be like, okay, cool. How about vetting somebody? How about giving him time? Very often people implode. He's one of those dudes, man. He's one of those dudes. And he'll say something three months from now that you'll agree with. I just think that Candace's defense is just... I don't know. I think she's trying really hard. I'm Tony Katz. an amazing place, but sometimes it is very, very helpful in allowing people to see an opportunity that they didn't see, like the thing that's right in front of you that you can't see, you know, the the forest, you know, hidden for the trees kind of conversation. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. The interwebs down in Australia are all a flutter on Reddit because somebody asked the question... Does everyone else add extra cheese to their frozen pizza as well? Are you telling me that people never thought of the idea that you can just add more cheese to the pizza? And people are like, wait, what? I, I can do that? Minds have been blown. They did not know that they could do more to the frozen pizza that they own than just stick it into an oven and Wait. They, it never dawned on some people that they could say, there's not enough cheese on this pizza. I have cheese in the fridge. Wait a second. And then add the cheese. Although admittedly, I would kind of wait until halfway into the process because that way I think it would all come together better. That would be my take. You know, because the, the frozen will finally be in a little bit of that melted state. And then you add to it and you then you get it all together. That's 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 the, the that's the way I would do it. you feel free to add to that frozen pizza anything you like. No rules. Total anarchy going on in your oven. Find everything at tonycats.locals.com. This is Tony Katz today. So the conversation in Georgia has been, how in the world could you vote for Herschel Walker? He paid for a woman's abortion, claims to be opposed uh, to abortion. It's all alleged, by the way. You're just a bunch of hypocrites. Okay, settle yourselves down. It's going to be okay. Bunch of no good dirty hypocrites. You can't be trusted at all. It's obvious that in Georgia people are voting for Herschel Walker, the Republican nominee, for two reasons. Maybe more. Let's go over them. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. Find everything. TonyKatz.Locals.com. TonyKatz.Locals.com. The first, if I may is that, yes, there are people who like Herschel Walker. Let's not claim that there aren't people who don't like him. Of course, there are people who like him. Then there are people who are clearly voting against Raphael Warnock. I would argue, with my somewhat knowledge of Georgia, that this is the situation Where will this go? What will this be? What? How will it end up? That I don't know. Real clear, politics did have this as a GOP pickup. Now they have it as a Democrat hold. The polling moves and goes and flows. There's a whole story out right now about Raphael Warnock, uh, the Democrat, uh, the sitting uh, senator. There's a whole story that Raphael Warnock, his church pays him over $7,000 a month for a housing allowance and that the church owned by Warnock owns a low-income apartment building that is evicting people when they're late in rent in amounts less than $30. As has been described by the Free Beacon, 12 eviction lawsuits have been filed against residents of Columbia Tower at MLK Village, which Warnock's Church owns 99% of. It's a building that has received over $15 million in taxpayer funding. And they're evicting people for failing uh, to pay uh, small amounts of their rent. Columbia Tower residents telling the author, they treated me like a piece of blank. They're not compassionate at all. So while they're evicting people for these small numbers, I'm not saying you can't pay your rent. Raphael Warnock is getting from his church 7,000 plus a month to be able to have a place to live in the D.C. area. It would assume It, it, it would seem to be one could assume. Does that change the race? I don't know. Was Herschel Walker a great candidate? No. Not the worst candidate I've ever seen. Raphael Warnock is a pastor who's fine with abortion. That's a pretty bad candidate. It's one of the things that doesn't get discussed enough. Why would anybody think Raphael Warnock is the good guy? He's not a good guy. He's not. What are we talking about here? How far into Warnock's history... Do I have to go to show you that he's not a good guy? I don't think I have to go far. I can go back to the stories of his anti-Semitism. Warnock comparing Benjamin Netanyahu, the then uh, Israeli prime minister, to George Wallace, the former governor of Alabama, the segregationist. Saying that Netanyahu's position on uh, the conflict is occupation today, occupation tomorrow, occupation for forever. That was that was George Wallace. Segregation now, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever. Dear Lord, yeah, not a good guy. Don't know why Democrats would cheer that guy. So people said, "All right, Herschel Walker gets the nomination. He played football. We like football. Boom, done." I mean that's that's what's happened, and he closed the gap and he closed the gap, and it's been some very very effective push of this abortion conversation to maybe reopen that gap and give Warnock the victory. Bad news for Georgia to have that level of of, of bigotry. Never mind uh, bad politics uh, representing them in the Senate, but as we. As we stare at the subject, we ask ourselves, or the question that we get asked, and others are asking, is, "He's how could Republicans vote for him? Look at the rot of the Republican Party. How could you think this is an acceptable candidate? How could I think he's an acceptable? Is is this the legitimate question? How could I think that he's an acceptable candidate, ladies and gentlemen, John Fetterman?"
2: Thank you so very much for what we have willing to do for this. Because without your support, we can't send me to D.C. to be the kind of partner that I know you all love as Bob Casey. John Fetterman
0: is the Democratic candidate for Senate. He's the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. He had a stroke in May. And as you can hear right there, just another example, he's not well. He's not well. Anyone who says otherwise is lying through their teeth. Well, you can't diagnose him. I don't have to diagnose him.
2: Thank you so very much for what we have willing to do for this. Because without your support... We can't send me to D.C. to be the kind of partner that I know you all love as Bob Casey.
0: I didn't have to diagnose him. I just had to listen.
2: At first, I just wanted to check in and see how how you're feeling and how you're doing. I'm doing I'm doing fantastic. And and uh, it's not about uh, kicking balls uh, in the authority or anything.
0: Does that guy sound right to you? Does he sound okay
2: to you? One of you, you didn't have a doctor in your life making fun of it, making light of it, or telling you that you're not fit to be served. Yeah, can you describe uh, a stroke and what you know what's happened? If, so, I I use the example. So. Pretend I was, I want to go to Wegmans.
0: I'm sorry, how many of these do I have to provide for you? How many of these do I have to provide for you in order to explain that John Fetterman isn't well? I'm not attacking him. His politics are awful. I'm not attacking him as a person. He's not well. Why is the Democratic Party running him? All I hear about is Herschel Walker based on an allegation of paying for an abortion. And yes, he... Is somebody who's saying that he would vote uh, to eliminate abortions in the U.S. Me, I don't want it to be on the federal level. I want it to be on the state level. The only way you end abortion is culturally. You can't. You can't ask the law to do it. You can't ask the law to do it. That is not going to work. It's not going to work at all. Culturally, you need to change hearts minds and souls and what you're going to get to is uh the place of safe legal and rare which is i think the best you can hope for there will be some uh, allowances of abortion in the united states that's what the american people want i don't think it should cost herschel walker uh, the possibility of being a solid vote for the vast majority of things you may want But everybody wants to talk about Herschel Walker and all the hypocrisy of the political right. John Fetterman cannot put together a sentence. He can't do it. He's not well. I'm not a doctor. I'm not diagnosing him because I don't know what it is that he's not well with. I'm assuming it's the stroke. I'm saying he's not well and anybody who says he's fine is lying and anybody says you're not allowed to talk about it is a damn fool and dismiss them. Laugh in their face. Anything to win. Anything at anywhere. Anything. All costs. What does it matter? Destroy, destroy, destroy. Don't let anybody get in your way. Win. When I got asked on News Nation, it's all because of power. You want power? I'm like, well, of course the Republicans want power. They want uh, energy security. They can't do that in this Senate. They want to reduce inflation. Can't do that with, with the Senate. Uh, reduce spending. Can't do that with this Senate, although I only hope Republicans really want to reduce spending. Of course it's about winning. Welcome to politics. Let's, let's play in the real world. So much so that you're willing to run somebody who's mentally unwell? We've hit a new place. We've hit a new space of ugly people. We've hit some real gross stuff here. If Pennsylvania voters are willing to vote for John Fetterman, what makes them any different than Georgia voters willing to vote for Herschel Walker? In the case of Herschel Walker, you would be saying, oh, you're voting for a hypocrite. In the case of John Fetterman, you're voting for someone who you cannot be sure would understand the legislation in front of him. Therefore, you're left with the conversation of who controls his vote. Who did you really vote for? Those are the facts. That's what is. I am sickened. That this is the reality that we're in, yet here we are. Here we are. Um, if I take a look at the polling, uh, by the way, in in Pennsylvania, in 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 this race, I find uh, that um, Oz is doing better and better. We'll see whether or not that holds. According to Real Clear Politics, this is a Republican hold right now because bob casey is a republican we'll see we'll see how it goes keep it here i'm tony Katz. if you heard the morning show today if you follow my videos uh, over at rumble uh, you know that i am disgusted at this moment by indianapolis media Uh, living in the Indianapolis area, being on radio in Indianapolis six hours a day. You could count me as a part of Indianapolis media. Um, But it's very clear that I am unlike the vast majority of my counterparts in that certainly some of them, they have to read what's on the teleprompter. That's their job. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. But that they don't speak up and they don't speak out that they think that they are an asset to where they live by reading what's typed for them and then going home and cashing the paycheck. I know it's not going to make me friends, but that's not the part that matters. The part that matters is asking the question, why, why is it that we have a story about a congressional candidate in the state of Indiana, Jennifer Ruth Green, where she makes a serious allegation that her military records were stolen, leaked by her opponent, the sitting congressman in the 1st District, Frank Mervan, released to Politico, where this so-called journalist, Adam Wren, writes a story that includes the fact that she was sexually assaulted while in the military by a member of the Iraqi military, I believe it was. No one, no one in Indianapolis media is asking about this. No one's writing about it. No one's talking about it. Now Jennifer Ruth Green has put out a series of statements about this, uh, a lot of of tweets about this, a, a a a big feed. I'm a survivor of sexual trauma in the military. I'm being forced to share this information outside my own timeline, and for the first time publicly, because my congressman Frank Rivan and his cronies illegally obtained my military records describing my sexual assault. Now I, I I've talked about this this yesterday uh, regarding a Politico and and Wren uh, the, the the writer here, not a journalist not a journalist just uh, don't ever don't ever try and sell me on that crap not a journalist this is gross this is political hit piece this this is an attempt to smear with some of the other things that are in the article no, and it was not even necessary you just you, you, you wanted it. You, you, you wanted this. Oh, look at all the clicks. Everybody's reading my article. Isn't that great? Man, I'll be cool now. Maybe I'll get one of those national jobs. I don't have to live in Indiana anymore. That's what it smacks of. But the bigger story here is not this low-life so-called journalist, this practitioner of yellow journalism. It's why is this not a story in Indianapolis? The Indianapolis Star which was fine talking about and doing the reporting on Dr. Larry Nasser and great reporting about his abuse of gymnasts. How come they're not talking about this? This is a congressional candidate who claims that she was abused while in the military. Her records are leaked and there's no story about it. Why not? Why don't they give a damn? How come in this case it doesn't matter? Is it because the woman in question is a Republican? It's probably because the woman in question is a Republican. That, okay. So so that's that's our story. Gotcha now. Thank you so much. Nobody else? In Indianapolis, none of these vaunted news organizations think that this is a, a worthwhile story. I I wonder why that is. I wonder why they still call themselves news organizations. Where do they get the audacity to do so? A woman's military records were stolen and you're all silent get it straight you're bad at your job and I would love it if you were better at your job now when you look at me understand that I do commentary not a reporter I never claimed to be a reporter I think reporters matter I think journalism matters greatly and what I'd like to see in Indianapolis is some journalism and considering you're the ones who do all these, oh yeah, here's your commercial back, hard hitting and working for you and on your side. Where's the story? Where's the story? It's right here in your backyard. What, you got to travel up 65? A little too far for you? Oh, no, no, no. That's in Gary and Hammond. We, we don't go there. It's scary. The lack of journalism in the city of Indianapolis is despicable. And it needs to be better. If we're ever going to have a better state, we need to be better. They need to be better. And I do not shy away from saying so, not for a second. More to get to. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today.